Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Chua Tian Tian in with you. It's time now for In the Spotlight. And we are putting my favorite topic in the spotlight today. We're talking about traveling and airfares. And by the way, mm. just got to tell you this. I'm so proud of this. Last night, I managed to get a redemption ticket <laughs> on a business class redemption ticket flight. But guess for when? When? January 2024. Okay, so I know you're not going to be around in January next year. They're just so hard to come by. So when this one came up, I'm like, I don't care what date. I'm just taking it oh, first yeah. and well we'll figure it out before well my miles expire. Truly but, a wanderlust. <laughs> hey, it's better than your miles expire. It's true. You know? it's true. Anyway, speaking of miles, people are traveling and more miles will be logged on, well, airplanes this mm. year more than ever before since the pandemic since uh, the world is fully fully open yeah more destinations fewer restrictions i don't know if you've noticed but uh, airfares have kind of gone up um, and really it's not your imagination they really it, have gone up they have gone up in cost because yep. well we have inflation we have fuel prices and, and less we have plane. less capacity yeah. that's right yeah and they're not just expensive they're packed as well yeah it's true. Yeah, any class, they're packed. So oh, that's uh, what traveling was in 2022, pretty much. So I guess right now, a lot of people are asking the question, is there any chance that airfares will dip at all this year when you consider that there is strong demand still? Well, one would hope they would put in more capacity, more mm. regular flights back uh, to pre-pandemic level now that we're back to almost pre-pandemic level. Let's find out more about these trends moving forward with Brandon Sobe, an independent analyst and consultant with Sobe Aviation. Hello, Brandon. Hi, uh, good afternoon. All right, Brandon, that's uh, the question we all want to know. Will airfares soften up as we move on into 2023? I think generally speaking, the expectation is that they will normalize over time as we get through the year. But there's going to be a lot of variation like there always is with airfares. It depends, you know, which uh, market or which route you're looking to fly and what time of year you're looking to fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, there still isn't what I can, we consider to be a, you know, demand capacity imbalance in the market, which means demand is higher than capacity in most cases. Now, there are still some areas um, or some routes that um, have more capacity, more competition, mm-hmm. and we're seeing lower fares, but there's a lot of markets where we still have this imbalance and it will take time for this to correct. More capacity has to come back into the market, first of all. And also a big factor would be where demand goes because if demand softens because of a recession or just because this whole pent up demand that we had, you know, once borders reopened, once if that starts to say just because it's been longer since borders reopened, you know, that and people are just not traveling quite as much, mm-hmm. then of course that also affects airfares because it, airfares in the end of the day are about demand and supply. So demand comes down, supply comes up, then airfares will go down. It's as simple as that. Mm. Brendan, if we just look at Singapore's market, where do you see the aviation space going just for Singapore alone? Well, you know, Singapore, you know, has had quite a, a nice recovery already in terms of capacity. Mm-hmm. But still, demand was higher than, than capacity since, since borders reopened in April. You know, capacity now is about 75, 80% back. It continues to gradually increase, but that still isn't enough. Again, it depends on the market. And we'll continue to see capacity come back, particularly in China, which is still lagging the force. 
Brendan, let's talk about this capacity issue, because if, you know, airlines are seeing the demand there and they should know that all their flights have been are full most of the time, at least in, in 2022, why have they been slow on putting more capacity, more regular flights uh, back to their frequency before the pandemic happened? Well, I mean, again, it's demand came back really fast after borders reopened. It's, of course, that's not necessarily surprised because mm. people want to travel again, but airlines didn't know when borders were going to reopen, first of all. And second of all, even if they knew, it, you can't just put so much capacity back into the market overnight. Mm-hmm. There are crews, you have to get aircraft ready, and the airports have to be ready to handle those additional flights. So you have manpower issues at the airport, you know, as we saw very well, you know, publicized incidents in some other parts of the world. In, in Singapore and Asia, those incidences were avoided, but they were avoided because airports were very proactive at, um, you know, approving additional flights. And right. They didn't want to um, compromise on the service levels at the airport. And as a result, airports in some cases constrained the airlines in adding flights. But airlines were also constrained themselves because of their own manpower issues. Brendan, we're expecting Chinese tourists to come back in full force uh, sometime in March after they're done with their own domestic travels now that restrictions are lifted. I'm sure you've heard in circles, right, friends at gatherings saying, oh my, when this happens, airfares are going to go through the roof. Would you say that's going to be a case? Are we looking at maybe towards the end of the year where we're more used to Chinese tourists coming out that things start to stabilize? Well, specifically for the China market, you know, we'll see what, you know, what happened in the other markets, you know, last year. That's going to start happening with China because, you know, there's very little capacity in China right now. Uh, you know, between Singapore and China, it's like, you know, 10, 12 percent uh, of what was pre-COVID, even though this, you know, the reopening started a month ago. It's, it's been a very, you know, slow start. It's a very gradual process. And so, you know, when demand comes back, there won't be enough lights. Now, lights are being added gradually into in between China and Singapore and just China overall, generally speaking, the international market capacity is going to gradually come back. But the question is, is will demand come back faster than supply? It's a bit too early to know for sure, but I mean, but obviously what, given what we've seen in other markets earlier, you know, the other markets that reopened earlier, that's a likely scenario. So, so that will obviously increase fares between China and, and, and Singapore and, and just generally speaking, you know, Going in and out of China, fares might be high if we have that imbalance in the market. And, of course, that, you know, could impact people's ability to fly from here to China or even people's ability to travel from China to here because if airfares are so high and hotels are also very high from an average hotel rate, you know, there could be a little bit of, you know, impact in terms of the recovery rate of Chinese travelers coming back to Singapore, coming back any, in the region or, or, or anywhere globally as, as they start traveling again. That's the first impact. There's a second part of this story, and the second part of the story is that if airlines see a lot of demand in China, some of them might be tempted to put more capacity into China uh, to meet that demand as China reopens, and that could in turn have a knock-on effect on other markets because they will either have to take capacity away from other markets or not grow those other markets as much because they need to focus more on China, and that knock-on effect will have an impact on airfares in the other markets. But it's kind of too early to say whether that will happen. 
Okay, uh, Brandon, I have an issue with passenger experience. In the beginning, when they started flying again, we were doing many airlines were putting on restrictions based on, you know, safety of their crew and all that and less touch point between crew and passenger, right? Now that flights have, well, the world has pretty much normalized, those cutbacks are being retained in some of the airlines. You don't get as much of the services that you used to or you don't get as much of the food as you're used to. And yet we are still paying a higher price. Is this going to be a trend for 2023 for most of the airlines? You know, everybody's noticed these cutbacks. I think some airlines have cut back more than others. Um, they're not necessarily cutbacks. They're just, they're just maybe temporary measures that have not been reinstated yet. Um, mm. You know, airlines um, have to, um, you know, either financially or just in terms of, you know, there is the ability, a lot of the, you know, ability of the crew to, to provide a, maybe a higher level of service because a lot of the crew are new and, you know, are not so well trained or not as experienced as they were pre-pandemic. So, I mean, and whether, you know, these things come back or how fast they come back really depends on the airline and also depends on, you know, what's happening in the industry from a competitive perspective. So if, if one airline, you know, is uh, slow in bringing those back, but their competitors are faster, Passengers will obviously notice that, and there'll be pressure on on those you know lagging airlines to kind of put some of these services back. You know, so I think over time that will occur. I mean, it's kind of irregardless of airfare, but you are right. A lot of passengers are paying a huge premium, on, uh, you know, a very high fare, and then they notice that service is less, and obviously they're not happy. So these passengers will voice their frustration to the airlines, and I think the airlines will take that into account as well. It just it's just Time will tell, you know, how quickly some of these services will come back and whether they will come back 100% or whether, whether some of them might not come back entirely just because, you know, of, of cost-cutting measures and, and permanent um, attempts by airlines basically to be more profitable or, and more viable into the future. Does mm. it help that IATA is expecting more than 4 billion passengers set to fly this year? The industry is going to profit for sure. I suppose to wrap things up, Brendan, what other trends uh, in the aviation sector should we look out for for the rest of 2023? Yeah, well, in terms of profitability, some airlines have already were doing quite well from a profit perspective at the end of last year or, or the second half of last year, um, but it's been very mixed. Some airlines, some airlines have been able to bring back capacity more like Singapore Airlines was, was, was relatively fast in bringing back capacity compared to other airlines, and they, they were in a better position to profit. Going into this year, um, you know, generally speaking, profitability will improve, but it depends on the region. It depends on the airline. Asia will still overall um, be behind and, and, and overall be not making all their FIs and decent positions given their, their, their capacity levels and strong position in the market. Other trends to look for is really, um, you know, how quickly capacity can come back, how quickly, you know, uh, aircraft can be delivered. There's been a lot of delay for the aircraft deliveries recently, you know, whether that catches up and whether that, you know, helps airlines bring back more capacity. And also just what happens globally with the geopolitical and economic situation. I mean, um, everybody, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty out there at the moment, you know, and that impacts airlines and it makes it very hard for airlines to plan because right now things might be good, but things don't get bad very quickly. And the airlines have to be nimble and flexible, and they always have to have that in mind. Mm. Been speaking with uh, Brendan Sobey, who is an independent analyst and consultant for Sobey Aviation. Brendan, appreciate your time this afternoon. Take care and have a great evening ahead. Thank you. My pleasure. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. 
That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.